This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. Guys, we blow it as Christians when we want to use Christianese and we want to, you know, start at the end, you know, meaning that people who have absolutely no understanding what the terms, you know, repentance and sin and faith even, they may think they know what the words mean, but they don't. And, and we try to start in the middle and convince them to follow Jesus before really explaining who he is and what it is he wants to give them. Sometimes we forget how much of the Christian lingo we're so familiar with is meaningless to the very audience we're desperately trying to reach with the gospel. Remember your audience. In today's message, Pastor Robert will give us very practical pointers to bear in mind when sharing your faith with others. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. lifestyle is that of a liar, a cheat, a manipulator, you're not his. Because that's demonic wisdom, as James told us, not heavenly wisdom. We're not seeing the manifestation of the Spirit of God working in and through your life. What we're seeing is the demonic realm manipulating you and using you. And, and, and if, if he's still in charge, that means he's not. It's an indicator, not a cause of damnation. Because when the Spirit of the living God moves into an individual and begins to transform them from the inside out, eventually those behaviors change. Over time, you can't lie. You, can't, you just can't do it. You won't be as good at it as you used to be because you will be convicted and it'll start showing up on your face and they'll start catching you and pretty soon you can't lie because every time you do, you get caught. I used to be so good at it. Well, yeah, but that's before the Spirit of God took control in your life and now... When you try to do it, you can't get away with it. You just it shows up because you're convicted and your mouth gets all dry and you start sweating and you're trying, you know, and you just I didn't do that. And everybody looks like you're a liar. Because God is at work in your life. Now, if you're still good at it and getting away with it, then you need to question your relationship with God. If you can still lie with ease, if you can still manipulate people with ease, if these things don't trouble you, then you need to ask the question of yourself: Are you his? Am I his? Is He living within me? Am I alive in Christ? Why is it so easy for me to play games with God and lie to the people around me and manipulate co-workers? Why is that so easy for me? If the words of the Lord are pure and peaceable and if that heavenly wisdom is gentle and it bears fruit and all these descriptions don't... Something's not working. doesn't match my life here. 
And you need to question your relationship. Now, the flip side of this, too, is that, guys, we need to be aware of this. We need to be aware of the schemes of the enemy because he wants to deceive you with other people. The persecution that he brings involves flattery. If everybody's speaking well of you, that should worry you a little bit. If you're a Christian, the Bible says, if all men speak well of you, are you seeking to live godly in Christ Jesus? Because if you're seeking to live godly in Christ Jesus, eventually some folks are going to talk badly about you. Paul and Barnabas find out about this violent attempt to abuse and stone them, and so they get out of town for a season at least. They go to Lystra, which by the way is where Timothy met Paul, where his family became Christians. It's an amazing thing. You know, I was thinking about this. Why didn't God just give them victory? Well, I think maybe a part of it, I don't know, but maybe a part of the reason that God didn't just deal with the accusers back at Iconium was that He was ready to move them to Lystra. Because Timothy and his family needed to come to know Christ. Could have been part of the picture. It's an amazing thing when you think about the fact that Paul's discomfort resulted in a whole new church being born. Timothy and his family and all these other people that we don't even know about ended up eternally rescued, redeemed, because of a little bit of discomfort. And at this point, that's all it was. It gets worse, obviously. At Lystra, they're, they're actually stoned. And, you know, but the first thing that happens here, as I said... The proclamation resulted in people coming to know Christ, the productivity, then the persecution, but then the power. God guides them to this man who had never, ever walked. And we looked at that in Acts chapter 3, and I told you guys, imagine that. I don't think we can. I mean, try to put yourself in the picture and imagine, you know, you got a group of people gathered there, Paul's declaring the gospel, and again, he's not an impressive guy. He's, as a matter of fact, as he writes the letter to the Galatians in chapter 4, he reminds them how sick he was when he was with them. And how much he was struggling and physically feeble and, and all of this. And he's sharing and he spots this guy. And he perceives that this man has the faith to be healed. Now, how do you perceive something like that? It's got to be God. He wasn't written on his forehead or anything. He wasn't holding a sign saying, you know, I have faith to be healed. God spoke to Paul and said, today's his day. And he's ready for it. Tell him to stand up. And so Paul does stand up. And the guy stands up. So where there had never been sufficient muscle, all of a sudden there was. See, this was not a healing so much as a miracle. All of a sudden, everything pops into place. The muscles there, the bones are as they should be. They're, they're ready to support this man's weight. And he jumps up, amazing himself and everybody around him. So much so that now the entire population is convinced that History is repeating itself. See, their mythology indicated that they were paid a visit by Zeus and Hermes, Jupiter and Mercury, depending on the translation you're reading, but the, the same mythological gods had been to Lystra before, and the first time they blew it, and they suffered because of the fact that they didn't recognize these gods who had become human. And so now they're not going to blow it, and this priest to Zeus is going to offer sacrifices and give all this attention and acclaim to the tools whom God used. Oh, what a danger. What a danger. I would even say, you could go so far as to say it's a persecution. Why do I say that? Well, because again, remember who it's coming from. Persecution is coming from the demonic realm. It's coming from the enemy. It's not coming from your boss. It's not coming from the government. It's not coming from individuals. It's coming from the devil himself. He uses people to persecute. But it's a spiritual dynamic at work. And what happens when you have somebody used of God in this miraculous way, and now the enemy comes 
and uses some people to shower them with attention and affection. I tell you what usually happens. They start buying Rolls Royces and Rolexes and big houses. Thank God it didn't happen with Paul. Paul ripped his clothes. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't look at me. This is not me. I'm not Mercury or Hermes or, you know, I'm just Paul. And this is all about Jesus. And he goes on to share the gospel with them. But notice, if you will, in that passage, he doesn't use the law and the prophets to do it. He's not talking with Jewish people. He's talking with people that would have had no clue what he was talking about had he started using Isaiah and the Psalms. Instead, what does he say to him? He says, listen, God has allowed all the nations of the earth to do their own thing up to now. But you need to understand, these mythological gods, the statues, the idols, all this stuff is worthless. There is one living God who created the heavens and the earth and the birds and everything. And he goes on to share the gospel with them, starting at the beginning, giving them some foundation. You know, guys, we blow it as Christians when we want to use Christianese and we want to, you know, start at the end, you know, meaning that people who have absolutely no understanding what the terms, you know, repentance and sin and faith even, they may think they know what the words mean, but they don't. And, and we try to start in the middle and convince them to follow Jesus before really explaining who He is and what it is He wants to give them. We need to start at the beginning and just share as much as people are willing to hear an understanding that the Holy Spirit is working in the lives of the people around us. He has brought us into their path and all we have to do is our part. You don't, you don't have to tell them the whole deal. You don't have to do the whole work. Do you understand? You just have to do your little part. Are you willing to do your little part to let God work in and through you to be a part of His rescue plan in people's lives? So Paul shares with them and again, what's the result? They stoned him and drug him out of the city. But there's more to the story, and we'll pick that up next week. We'll look at, again, the power of God and the, the manifestation of His Spirit and the church being born in the Gentile world. You and I have a mandate. We have a responsibility. You were not left here to be successful in your field, to go from a starter house to a bigger house to a mansion or whatever. That was not the essence of His plan for you. It's a lot bigger than that. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.